everyone hello from our couch from our new studio setup i feel so a fish i know thanks so much for really setting us up for success and just for just the ultimate vibe of like what we really needed literally the vibe i made a drink i what is this called sunsets in sicily (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we're in sicily right now it's delish on our couch Am I a bartender? You're a bartender. I'm pretending that I'm envisioning that we are there through your balcony. Oh, yeah. And I'm lounging in my beach chair. You absolutely are. You really are in that beach chair. It was a really great concoction. And I just, I feel like we're about to take it to the next level. Absolutely. Now, all we're missing is an upgrade to your mic. But we'll have to see if it's really a game. Like... Well, maybe the people can share. Do they think I need an upgrade? Please advise. We'll see. Please advise. Please let us know. Um, I don't know if I'm being a negative Nance. All right. I don't know if I'm being a negative Nancy. But are we bored with this season? Or is it just me? I'm so bored. I'm I'm so over it. I'm ready for Michelle Young. What are you? I'm (laughs) bored. And not only am I bored, but... I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but let me tell you something. Katie's wardrobe makes me irate. (laughs) It makes me feel a level of anger that I have never in my life felt before. And I don't know if they're doing this to us on purpose. I don't know if they're doing it to her on purpose. I don't know if she's deciding her own clothes. I think that one. But it needs to come to an end because the amount of anger that I experience every time I see her on my screen with whatever the fuck she's wearing it just i'm gonna die an early death i am it it makes this awful season just like a little more challenging because you're not there's nothing like at least if it's boring or whatever like and they come out with a beautiful look or a beautiful dress like we can talk about that for an hour so you agree that the wardrobe i agree that her her wardrobe is horrific most of the time, her hair is horrific. I do think she looks beautiful with a, with a ponytail when it's done right because her, her face is beautiful. Her hair, her hair, her hair specifically for the art group date this episode. She had like the aggressive side bang and it was like this length of hair that made no fucking sense. And they didn't even bother to put extensions in her hair because the poor girl has no volume in that hair. No. Okay? No, it's no, not no. her fault. That is the genes that she was born with. She has a beautiful face. It, it, it That's not what I'm saying. But how are you going to do her like that? Like, how no, is like, the hair and makeup you give team her a party pony. Knowing if she looks great in ponies, give her a party pony and give her an Ariana Grande pony and let that hair in the pony go in the wind but they're not doing like i i'm almost convinced she's doing it herself it is point. it has to be her it has to be her and let me tell you something katie you have no sense of fashion my love i love you to death you're a phenomenal person <laughs> we would we would be friends in a lifetime where you and i went to the same college for example but you have horrific taste in fashion Okay, not all of us can be winners in the fashion world. All right, no. I'm not saying I'm super fashionable, but ma'am, leave it to the professionals. <sighs> Did you see the floral romper she was wearing in the art group date? I saw that. It looked like um, she got that out of the clearance rack of a Pier One Imports. <laughs> and you know what it was in its prior life? It was a tacky fucking curtain. All right. And then she fucking whipped up this romper and thought, this looks good. I know. I wonder, like, because there's never a theme, you know, it's never a, a something that we can say, oh, I understand why she's wearing it. It never even fits with the aesthetic of what she's doing, first of all. But I'm convinced she's doing it herself. I mean, the jeans in that Hanes white T-shirt was just... Like, how do you, how are you the Her, lead? Are you talking about the group date or yeah. the one-on-one with Greg? Yeah. It wasn't even a white shirt. No, it was Brianna. a Hanes from Brianna, Walmart. Brianna, it wasn't even white. It was green. It was green. It was a green <laughs> fucking shirt. 
No, the white. Did you, it, there was a scene? Maybe it was with Andrew S. When she when they were in the hotel. I don't even. She's wearing jeans. By that point, I blacked out. By that point, I was I blacked out. And then and then they put her in hot pink, which is a phenomenal color choice for her. It works for her. It's beautiful. The final rose ceremony this episode. That dress looked good. Agreed. I liked it. Agreed. But then they throw in this chunky Cuban link necklace. Who's the fucking asshole that did that? I want to say it's her. Katie, quit it. Quaity, cut it Quady. out, Quaity, because you're Quaity. You're terrible with whatever you have Katie, going on. Katie, Katie, cut it out, man. But honestly, I think it's messed up that like Tasha and, and Caitlyn didn't. If, and, if we were there, we would obviously nicely say like, take the necklace off, or bare minimum, yes, of, like if we yes. gotta work with this, let's switch it up a little, let's accessorize How appropriately. How are Katie and Tasha gonna let her walk out there with that chunky Cuban link? Cuban links aren't even in right now, right? No. And That's I, not how you wear a chunky Cuban link in 2021. And I have to say, I thought Caitlyn's look, she looked the best this week. That's the thing, there's no, there's no, there's no excuse because the two hosts are dressed to the nines. Yes, agreed. To the nines. All right? Fucking Tasha. every time she comes on on screen, I'm like, ma'am, you are not the main character here. It's Katie. And yet you walk in here and you just take our breath away. And it's not right that they're doing that to Katie. Honestly, I would probably get fired. If I was like, for example, like one of the fucking side sound women and i just had to hold up like a fucking mic decide sound they would they would fire me because they'd be like ma'am this is not your job to tell katie what to wear you need to stay in your place that's what that's what would happen to me um i agree but i do to your point about it being boring i have caught myself every single episode zoned out and not interested in anything that they are talking about any date that they're doing there's not even really a character a character um someone that is still there that i'm like wow i will pay attention here the only person was andrew s and michael a like when they had their one-on-one i was like okay i want to i want to know more about everyone else i'm like "Eh." i could not agree with you more every time i see michael every time i see andrew i look up i look up i'm involved <laughs> yeah. i'm in it yes i'm in it but aside from that i just don't care and i don't know if i'm outgrowing this the show or if i just don't really fuck with this season i just don't like it i just don't i don't vibe with it and then she had the audacity to pick justin over Andrew S. I'm like, where have I been this whole time? Am I really not paying that much attention? Or am I just lost? Because I don't understand how she made that decision. I mean, we're jumping ahead, right? Because this happens towards the end of this episode. But I'm just lost. I'm, a, I'm at a loss for words. I'm like, uh, did I miss something? Because even when Justin in the rose ceremony presents the fucking beautiful butterfly painting... I still, I still don't see it for them. I agree, and I was going to ask you the same thing. I'm not sure how she possibly could have told Andrew S. that she just didn't have that strong of a connection with him compared to everyone else, yet the connection with her and Justin, we only saw him last episode, and we got zero. Their spark, everything about it was so dry and eh that I'm like, okay, how could we're, what are we missing here? But and they had a one-on-one, right? They've had a yeah, one-on-one. they had a one-on. But like, did you feel the sparks? Because I didn't at all. As a matter of fact, I thought that she was gonna send him home on their one-on-one, and then she did it, and then she gave him the rose. Yeah. But then I'm sitting here in the rose ceremony, and I'm like, okay, our top, our 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 hometown is Greg, Blake, Michael, and Andrew. No question. I didn't even think twice. Same. And then when when she sends Andrew home, I'm like. And then I got into this theory, right? I think there's a theory here. I think what happens before hometowns is the producers sit the lead down and they're like, look, you're going to have to pick three that you are seriously considering to, to, to get engaged to. And then you're going to have to pick one that you know will be an easy send off. You know this person is going to be easy on you to send home. And whichever out of the five 
that you care for, but not as much as the other three, you have to send home. And that was Andrew. Does that make sense? That way, it's not as difficult to come down to the final three. That's a really good call. You get me? That's a really You might as well make the hard goodbye now and the easy goodbye later than make fucking three hard goodbyes back to back, back to back. That right is, before you get engaged. That's a really good... Is that a good conspiracy? Yeah, because it would be easier for her because I feel like that's always the hardest part when you genuinely have four people that you could see a potential connection with. You meet their parents and that's where it starts to get hard to say, okay, who am I sending home after this? Like you can't really pick. Mm -hmm. So if you bring one that you're like, eh, about, it's easy to say, okay, great one, great hometown, but like, see you later. You're not going to come to the fantasy. Right. So that is a really great call. But I think that we can discuss the beginning where freaking Greg gets another one-on-one. I'm just like, he is so sketch. Something about him is so phony. He is so boring. She is so fucking into him. And he gives nothing. No, I'm like, I do you wanna, like him? I, I This is why we have a podcast together. Because we see things the exact same way. <laughs> Before I get into that, because I want to dive deep in there. Can we please talk about when he fucking launches the fucking fish and breaks all the lights? Production was backstage and they were like, this fucking asshole. It took us seven hours to hang those fucking Edison bulbs, you dick. And I I feel like you just, he's not one that has been really like cultured or put in different, like he just like never fits anything that he goes in. Like he doesn't. I feel like he hasn't like left wherever he's from. Can I tell you something? I'm gonna let's you know what let's let's get into the dichotomy of Greg, right? Let's get into that. Okay, I want to talk about that. I want to skip forward to when they're at their at their dinner date, right? They did the they did the the fucking whatever the fuck pointless. Okay, she asks him on this date if he's ready for hometowns, and he. Just says, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't say yes. He doesn't say absolutely. He doesn't say, I cannot wait for you to meet my family. He, he doesn't say anything at all. He just literally nods his head. And I go, ma'am, this is, this is weird. And then, and then we get to the dinner date. And she says to him that she feels like he's going to leave. And then he goes on this tangent about how his sister has said in the past that his insecurity is the most unattractive thing about him. He doesn't say, no, I am not leaving. Or, no, I feel like I'm falling for None of that. He doesn't say any of that. And guess, and you know what I think his thing is? I, I definitely agree with you in the sense that he is untrustworthy. Because I do feel like he is untrustworthy. But... He makes eye contact when he speaks. And that is why it is so difficult for her to see what we see. Because when you talk to somebody that is capable of making eye eye contact with you, there's this sense of security and trust. And that's why she feels that at the end of that date, he could be someone she can spend her life with. Meanwhile, we're all sitting on our couch and we're like, um... He doesn't like you. He doesn't like you. That is a really good, that is a really, really smart analysis with his eye contact. I do agree with you there. I have a feeling, and this is like the Brendan. Tell me you didn't think of it in this way. Someone, they're into it, they're into the lead the whole time, potential front runner. Push comes to shove, they're realizing hometowns, they potentially are going to make it to the end, and they're like, oh fuck, this is happening. I got to get out of here. And that's exactly what I feel is going to happen because I don't think he understands the weight of her intention. I don't think he truly is making the connection. And we could be wrong, right? Could be him at the end. We don't know, right? Or I don't know. You may know because you always know the spoilers. (laughs) But like, I don't think he understands the weight of emotional connection because I don't think he's capable of having that. No, and honestly, when he was talking, 
I literally I texted my it. texted my girlfriend to watch it, and I said, "What is he saying? He wasn't making sense. He wasn't sounding sincere. He was jabbling and making shit up to sound like that he had these feelings for her, and she was." eating it up and believing him because he was like you said looking at her in the eyes but the entire time katie has reassured him like i am really into you like i think about you i am she's always checking in and you would think that would be enough for him to maybe let his guard down know that she obviously is very into him Mm -hmm. he hasn't like leveled up one he hasn't stepped it up he hasn't acted um like he's into her more than date one and you know what you know what i think that you and i have a hard time trusting him one because we are geniuses and we are a really good judge of character both of us but also he's so monotone when he speaks like there's no like there's no like uh, it's just like, yeah, like when I'm with Katie, I feel really happy. I've never felt this way before. I'm so in love with her. It's like there's no emotional energy, and I just don't trust that he means what he says. I agree, and I totally feel like we were foresh- foreshadowing something occurring. I mean, they keep drilling in on her saying that she thinks he's gonna leave him not answering it him getting another one-on-one when he's the the front runner she needed assurance from him but there was no assurance so i'm just not sure how she could possibly like you know think anything was different and i didn't feel like he was genuinely excited to bring her home because it wasn't like when he did get the rose you know how most of them are like i'm so excited even um mike p how he went into uh, how he went not mike p um uh brendan the one that didn't get the one-on-one and he went into her room and was like i am so my dad would have loved you you guys would have like drinking a beer together you know your personalities like, yes. Greg didn't say even, one thing. Even Brendan. Even Brendan, who, like, was literally just there. a filler. Like, he was just a filler. You know what I mean? When fucking Greg brings up his sister, he doesn't even follow it up by saying, oh, I can't wait for you to meet her. Or his mom or anything. Nothing. 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 I just don't... I don't trust him. But I will say that their entire date was very cute. Like, between the Katie's Market, right? That was so cute. The and then the rain. rain and then the fake rain. I was like, this is to die for. They were trying to make it like the notebook and like that just wasn't it. It's just, I wasn't feeling it. Like, I, I just agree. wasn't feeling it. I really wasn't. And I and I wish that this type of romanticism exactly. happened with Michael. Yeah. Like, this level of production happened with Michael because... My God, every time I see him, I, I just, I love him. I, 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 I really love him. The Him FaceTiming with his son. Kill me. Kill me. Anything that comes out of his, his dad mouth, voice. His dad voice. His dad voice. His every interaction with Katie. Thanking her. He's just, he's too good for this show. And let I, me tell you something. If he's a liar, he's the best liar I've ever seen on this show. Because I love him. And I trust that he's a good person. No, I trust he's a good person. And I truly trust and I hope Katie would never just say things to say things. Because it's very what is occurring right now. She's saying shit to say shit. Because she's really good at kind of fluffing it up and you know whatever. I really hope that she is intentional when she says she thinks of the big picture of what Michael... you know. of what Michael comes with, just everything, every little nuance that, you know, she knows he needs. I I swear to God, she does this on purpose. She barks like this on purpose every single time we podcast. She knows that we're podcasting. And she knows that we are talking about her man. She's a little bitch. Like, she's a little she's, bitch. She's barking for no reason. I know. I Hold on. Okay, we're back. We're back. She's with us. She's with us. She's sitting down on the couch. She's she's happy to be involved. Fucking no. <laughs> um, but to I'm I'm really glad we both 
agree about Michael and we both agree about um, Greg. There's just, I'm seeing something bad occurring with Greg. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, and I think, like, when I compare the both of them, I just, I don't know. I just, I love Michael so much. But let's get to... At this point, all the guys are sweating, especially Mike and uh, Brandon, or Brendan, Brandon, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So Brandon doesn't get the one-on-one, but Mike P does. Brandon goes to Katie's room, and I immediately knew what was going to happen. I did too, but honestly, like, I don't blame him. I would have done the same thing, because to him, I'm like, why the hell am I still here? Hometowns is next week, and like, I've literally talked to her once, like, what... I see potential, but I'm not sure what she thinks. And yeah. how am I supposed to bring her home to my family when I have talked to her once? So I gave yeah. him a lot of credit for doing that. And it, I obviously foreshadowed that she was going to be sent home. Oh, for But sure. I wanted to hear from her, like, why did you keep him? I don't even think she was prepared to answer that. Because I think the real answer is that he was just a filler. What was interesting to me, though, is when she tells him, like, you know, that she, that her relationship with the other people are stronger, etc. We don't see a response from him. We just see him walk into Blake's room, which was odd to me. Like, what? Didn't you, don't you feel like all the people can find in Blake? Yes, I definitely feel that. It's, it's weird because we've seen other people enter seasons late. And they are kind of isolated from the group pretty much the entire time that they spend there. But with Blake, I feel like he's kind of a glue for all the guys. It's he totally, weird. He really is. And I think it's interesting given everyone, you know, he's only been there for a little bit and people don't really know him, but I feel like he's been everyone's go-to person thus far. Definitely. You want to know why I think that is? Because he's a gossip girl. He loves the gossip. He really does. There's one point in the episode where he's talking to the guys and he's like, oh, I don't think Mike P is going to come back from this date. And the other guys are like, why? I, I agree. I feel like he's very, he just like speaks his mind and he just says what to say. And, you know, sometimes people like that, you feel comfortable. They start the convo. So now you feel comfortable to kind of now engage with it. And so it seems like he's the one to kind of say what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think that's what it is. I think, and he makes he makes the guys laugh. He's a guy's guy. Yeah. You know, like he's a guy's guy. The group date with the with the flower vagina. Wait, can we just quickly? Sorry, when we're talking about guys, guys, can we talk about from last week at Katie's request <laughs> and how clearly uh, Blake? What was the point of that? Like what? Uh, what did what the, was the purpose? What was the reason? She's fucking weird. What was the reason? Like, and then the cringy uh, fucking thing that they called it. What did they call it? Uh, the the boom boom challenge. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. I literally and like, what does that have to do with any? Like, I don't know how that pertains to you. I have no idea what the purpose of that was. I have I have absolutely no. But clue. it just I wanted to bring that up because like he clearly has like a problem with it. He's like in the bathroom doing God knows what, according to everyone else. Which makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> it literally makes my stomach hurt. He's like whacking it in the shower. Um, I find him so unattractive. I know. Like I I could not. Excuse this vulgarity, but my vagina dries up when I see that man. <laughs> well, I agree. He's not my cup of tea, but I also get really, which I said this before, like feminine vibes a little bit. And I don't know. I just don't vibe with him at all. I don't think he's attractive at all. If I saw him in a bar, I'd be like, mm, okay. Yeah, like you're probably funny. You'll buy me a drink, and then I'll say thank you, and I'm on my way. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, this group date was kind of funny, though. Um, when Justin got scared of the lady, and you see Michael cracking up like this. <laughs> and, but, to the point of, like, um, Blake, like, 
He obviously drew something that they couldn't show. No, it was completely blacked out. Like, what do you think he drew? And then, and then Justin, I think Justin only knows how to, like, do, like, flowers. Because what the fuck was yeah, his all of that other stuff? I know, his butterfly was, like, so sweet. No, his butterflies were, were beautiful. Maybe he only knows how to paint things in nature. It seems like that. Like flowers and butterflies. Like how girls on your planner would do that. Yeah. Like that's what he would that's do. That's like his, his specialty. Planner. That's yeah, his yeah, specialty. Yeah. Like roses and, and butterflies and clouds. And, and the really good flowers with like the long stems with like the yeah. leaves. Or you could draw like a really good palm tree. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Or you know the intricate flowers that people would draw with like <laughs> the pointy um, stems that I can never do. You know what he's really good at? <laughs> do you remember in middle school when we, were dry, when we would draw the three sticks and make that... that that sharp that S. S. <laughs> yes, that is hilarious. I want to try that. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> He's really good at that. He's really, really good at that. And he could draw like, like a he really... makes it three D. <laughs> he knows how to draw a three D cube. Remember he knows how to like do his like um name in like um bubble letters. <laughs> Or, like, the the thing where you would put, like, two dots on each, like, when it was, like, a line, you know? <laughs> and he knows how to draw, like, a really nice circle. <laughs> like that's a symmetrical. It, no, that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Okay. But, oh my God, honestly, you know what he used to do? <laughs> Remember that gum that, like... <laughs> That, like, you would peel off and put on your planner. <laughs> you know oh, my I'm God. Like, Do you remember, speaking of gum, this sprout, like, this, like, literally, like, triggered a memory. Do you remember Zebra Stripe? The yes. Gum? Yes. <gasps> what a throwback. I know. Zebra that gum was stripe. good. That gum was the shit, man. <laughs> that gum was the shit. And I remember I used to wet the paper and kind of give myself a tattoo. A tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious um totally see it like this masculine like good-looking man who's like secretly drawing all of this on his um planner and then you're like oh my god can you like draw something and then you're like whoa that's better than mine how is that how is that occurring and he draws it like every time on his mom's card oh yeah yeah, mom with like with a a flower flower. every mother's day that bitch gets a flower and and then he says this is a flower that'll never die, Mom. I love you to death. With a rose. With a rose. Here's a rose that'll never die. It'll never, it'll never wilt. Yes. But moving past this date, which was super cute. It, it was a cute date. But the cocktail hour, like, these guys were on fire this cocktail hour. Like, I can't imagine being the lead and, like, having these four men that are honestly, like, great. Like, all four of them are great. Even Blake. Like, they're good guys. Like, you know, you have Andrew that set up the freaking twinkle lights. And then yes. you see, you see, um, uh, Justin with the, with the butterfly painting. And then Blake tells her that he's falling for her. You know, it was just... No, but I liked how he said... I like how he said he's not in love with her yet, but at the rate that they are going, it's inevitable that he will. And I just really liked that he was honest and didn't say anything that he didn't mean. And he was just totally, like, normal. He was saying what everyone should say. A hundred percent. He was super upfront with her. He was super honest with her. And I think he's grown a lot because when I think about him back on Claire's season, I feel like he was the type of guy at that time to have said what he felt he needed to say. Whereas this time around, he seems a lot more confident in himself. And he seems a lot more emotionally intelligent to the point where he's available to say, Listen, I'm not there yet, but I can see that with us. Yes. That shows a lot of growth and maturity, and I really respect that. Agreed. I truly Agreed. Do. I think he's, like, not my cup of tea, but he's really growing on me. I think that he is in his element. I think him... I think when I think of him and Tasha, he tried his best, but it wasn't something that he, I think... He didn't feel it with he her. He didn't feel it with her, and he couldn't be his full self, and I think he knew, like, it wasn't going to be him in the end, and he really couldn't... Um, break down that barrier where I feel like with Katie they're similar in the sense with like their humor uh, mannerisms etc and from the start he was 
very transparent and himself and stood out immediately to her and I feel like to the viewers and he isn't saying anything that he doesn't mean or like saying something to just say it I feel you know and he takes advantage of every opportunity he has with her Mm -hmm. to give her that clarity and I really liked how he said he would never ever lie to her I thought that was really yeah I like that too like Nothing groundbreaking, but I... But when you when you have such an expedited dating process, when you come out the gate and you say shit like that, it it, it, it allows for a certain type of security, you know? You're yes. being up front, you're being for real. Yes. I, I liked it. I think I think this cocktail hour, she had a very, uh, like, good group of guides, and I think they really brought it. Like, I can't imagine having been in her shoes and having to make the decision going into the rose ceremony after that cocktail hour. I would have been kind of like, fuck, like, what am I going to do? Did you think Michael A. was going to get the rose? Because I didn't. I did not. But let me tell you something. When she gives him the group date rose, I have never been so happy in my life. I really, I, this was like the first time this season that I was fully like jubilant. Like I was over the moon happy because he deserves that. Like I, I want that for him. And like, I think the guys are great. She has a great group of guys. But that is the guy for her. That is. That's the guy for her. I think that that is her match in really? this pool of guys. Really? I think that she can have a very happy life with him. Absolutely. Agreed. And I believe that he, like when he said no one can love her like he can, I think that I fell back in my chair and died and went to heaven because I would have jumped his bones right there he I would have banged him is everything of the sort and I am a little sad because I think something happens clearly (gasps) foreshadowed it foreshadowed in the episode of like we haven't seen someone leave I think it's Michael A who ends up leaving let me ask you something does he bring James and introduce her to James. Does he introduce her to James? No, I have a feeling that he maybe realizes like he doesn't. I don't know. <gasps> Shut your fucking mouth. Do you think that he walks away, or do you think that she sends him home? I think he walks away because oh we God. see. Unless it was like the um, Andrew S scene. I have a feeling something occurs where, like, he realizes, like, he wants to get home to be with his son. And maybe, like, how does he bring Kate? But why would he do that before hometowns? If anything, he would do that after hometowns. Unless. Unless. He decides that there's not enough security in their relationship because there are other men still there and he doesn't want to put his son through meeting a mom figure if there's not enough guarantee that they're going to end up together and i think to that point also he would never want to bring someone to meet because i'm assuming they would also meet um laura's parents because of how close they are maybe and like would he he wouldn't want to no no Mm -mm. too crazy no because think about it like they're college sweethearts him and laura were college sweethearts he's known her parents for years her parents are definitely more than likely uh still grieving the loss of their daughter he's not gonna bring them on to meet another woman let alone meet this new woman on national television he's not gonna do that to to her parents I think that if anything, she would meet his parents and his son. If he leaves, it's because he leaves knowing that there's not enough guarantee and he leaves because of his son. He leaves because he's not going to put his son to meet another woman. Because remember, he hasn't dated. He hasn't introduced his son to another woman. And I don't, I don't think he would do... If he does leave, it's because he's not going to have his son meet another woman without the guarantee that this woman is going to be in his son's life agreed. for a long time. Agreed. Agreed. You know, and how can you guarantee that when the woman you're introducing your son to is dating three other guys? A hundred percent agree. So I, if he does leave, I think that's the case. And aside from that, he would leave because she sends him home. Maybe she decides that 
she's not there to give James and him the life that they want after the loss of, you know. And have you been noticing, like, the conversations that the men bring up? All of them, I feel like. They all live in different states, obviously. Like, Andrew S. brought up wherever he was playing football. I think that Michael A. made it very clear, like, what how that would look. And Katie is really good at convincing and saying, like, when the if that time comes, we will figure it out. And, like, she in is. a Michael A. situation, like... You can't figure that out. Like, no. he can't pick up. He has no. so much that he... He has strings attached. Yes. And they're beautiful strings. Yes. But you have to be willing to commit to them. Yeah. I want to ask you, though. Do you think she sent Andrew home because he doesn't have a future? That he has... Because he doesn't have a plan? Do you no. think that's the case? No, because, like, love Katie. But, like, what is even her plan? Like, what does she even do? Do we know what she does? Honestly, gun to my head, I don't fucking know. So I, I, and, but I, I'll tell you what though, me being the Capricorn that I am, I would have to really already be in love with you to say, yes, we'll figure it out. Aside from that, I would have sent him home. If I wasn't fully in love with him at that point in that conversation, that would have been the reason I sent him home. And I don't know why she is quick to be like we'll figure it out we'll figure it out well that's the thing i'm like damn like you she said, said it's everyone yeah i'm like damn in this group date cocktail party you say oh yeah we'll figure it out figure it out and then you fucking send him home <laughs> like damn bitch like <laughs> seems like you had figured out what you were gonna do even during that you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah yeah like, that's pretty rough but, but I, I i was genuinely surprised michael he got the rose but i was beyond happy and then honestly oh, I, was I was like so happy. I was like okay who was she who will she send home after that like who else would get the rose because I didn't think he would get one right then and there I think she I thought he would he would definitely make it but I thought maybe just um um I thought Andrew S Andrew made. S was yeah, gonna yeah, get the yeah. rose I thought I thought after that whole Christmas lights situation. And she keeps saying she, that like she, that he would get the rose. But she, I think after I think that gesture that Andrew put together made her realize that she may not be as into him as he is into but her. But why does she but keep saying she, like she could see confidently that it could be like them or at the well end? Well then or let's something. skip ahead a little bit. Let's skip over the virgins fucking one on one and let's go right into that. I knew that she, she was gonna not take him to dinner. Oh yeah. And they always do that, those stupid, uncomfortable yoga yeah. dates that we why don't want Why was he talking about his mom so much? That's what really what I want to know. Like, that is weird. I, I, why was he whispering? It was, no, the mom, there was a lot of mom comments. And then he told her that she reminds him of his mom. Let me tell you something. No girl, no girl that you are casually dating wants to hear you say the words, you remind me of my mom. No. No girl. No, there's not one girl that wants to hear that. Not one. No, no, because like... Uh, and he's a good guy. He's sweet. But there was just no chemistry there. Zero. There zip. was zero chemistry. There was the amount of chemistry there that there yes, is... was my ear dog. <sighs> no, and There honest... was about as much chemistry between them two as there is between me and the button at a light post ready for me to cross the street. That's what that is. Yeah, I agree. And... His face when she was like saying what she was saying, I'm like, is he angry? Like, like he was giving no emotions, but he was respectful. We totally foreshadowed it. They obviously could make it more awkward with him than with Brendan. You know, the Virgin. Let's do a really awkward date to like have Katie straddle him so that he talks about his mom and no, and then and then the lady's like, oh yeah, I'm a cuddle expert. I'm like, can anybody be an expert in anything these days? What does that mean? What does that even mean? I'm an expert in toothpicks. Like, like that's what that sounds like. Ridiculous. Like, you're not... I, I've i never heard of a cuddling expert because there's no um, set way that makes you an expert. We all, like, <laughs> like it how, you know, like, it's just <laughs> fucking weird. But, um... 
I think that we knew he was going to go. And then when the rose ceremony came, I was shook that Andrew S. went home. And to your point, I asked myself the same thing and wanted to know if I was missing something that maybe, you know, I blinked or I looked on my phone that like I missed with Justin that she would pick him over Andrew. I didn't. Wait, I'm sorry. I missed that. Did you see that coming? No, I didn't see that coming. And I wasn't sure if like it was a time when I looked on my phone that like I maybe missed something because even when both of them, even in the group date, when they were talking about like to each other, there was way more chemistry and connection with Andrew S. than with Justin. And not only has not only was there connection there, but this entire season, all we've seen is sparks between Andrew and Katie. And I love him. I really, really like him. I know. He I is... really, really like him. I think he's just the sweetest thing. You know, I did not see that coming. And I think that she regretted it because then we have this notebook moment. He comes. What was that whole thing? He comes back, right? She sends him home in the rose ceremony at the end of the, at the end of the episode. He comes back the next morning. She's been in kind the of same going, outfit. She's been kind of going over, you know, the the decision or whether or not she made the right decision because I would have felt the same way because he's just he's a dream. He comes, he knocks on the door, they talk. It seems like they don't really go anywhere. He leaves her a note. The note says, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting for you. Kill me. Goodbye. (laughs) He leaves. She runs out the door. She runs down the stairs. She sees him in the lobby area. She jumps on him, gorilla style. Wanting a hug. They hug each other. Then she says... Then, then this is what I don't understand. I'm like, if you know that this doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right to send him home. It doesn't feel right to say goodbye to him because you just ran down a flight of stairs. Why is your thing to say, do you want to stay? It could be yes or it could be no. I'm like, what? But like, what did she mean? Do you want to stay? Like, you clearly let him go and told him to like why do you think that it's going to be different now all of a sudden you want to meet his parents like you want to meet his family and think it's going to be end all be all like you just said it to say it that's the thing like if it's me this is what i would have said this is i would have said when i sent you home i had a feeling in my gut that just didn't sit right with me i miss you i want to be with you i want to see where this could go and i don't want to see i don't want to say goodbye can you please stay? You know? I would say. Not, not, could be yes, could be no. Do you want to? But she said, like, if you could, if we could make it work or something. It wasn't even a, no, like, no, no, a no. certain. You're the lead. You're the lead. The question is, can you please stay? I don't want to say goodbye to you. I want to see where this could go. I want one more week to see if, if we yes. progress. And then, of course, him being the, the dream boat that he is, he says no, because he wants to be her choice and i respect that and i get it and that's where i would come from i would be like no yes i was no. really proud if, of him. If, if the roles were reversed and the guy said do you want to stay could be yes could be no obviously as girls we're gonna say no a hundred percent and as much say. as as hard as it was for him in that moment he knew that like in the back of his mind he's like she just like let me go and although we're vulnerable and like i I wish i could hold her and continue to kiss her and stay like i want someone who will choose me and i don't want to be like always in the back of someone's mind i want to be first priority and i want to you shouldn't have to second guess and i shouldn't have to like give you something or do something to make you be like oh shit did i make the wrong decision Yes, and I think it I think it speaks volumes of his character. I really do. I think it speaks volumes of his uh emotional intelligence to have said no, you know. And I just love that he he clearly is a very positive person and he wanted his last memory with Katie to be one that is positive and leave on a really um a positive note and not many people would do that and I that's, you know, a testament to who he is and how he 
treats his relationships good or bad whether it's in his favor or not he wants to leave if that was the last time seeing you it wants he wants it to be on a good note and 95 percent of the men would never do that never 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 and i think that he came back to you know i guess leave things on a better note because i think in the rose ceremony he was shocked like i don't think he expected it but looking back and you know hindsight being 2020 if i put all those lights not that he put them up himself but like if i went out of my way to plan something like that like what he did in the group date cocktail hour and i still didn't get the group date rose that's your sign that's your sign that you are just not on the same page, right? Like looking okay, back no, 100%, on it now. But what's really interesting is that Katie always said the things you would want to hear oh, to make you made, think that I'm and, in it. And then she made out. Yeah, I guess it's mixed signals because then she made fully made out no, with him. She totally gave mixed signals to him, yeah, but I didn't did. get mixed signals to Justin. I just don't see it with Justin. He's good looking, I think. I don't see it with Justin. I think there are two people that she could really make it work with, and that is Blake and Michael. Agreed. Not Greg. I think Greg is the easy decision because it feels very teenage dream. Right? Yeah, like, like what is it that she's so into him? Because I'm not I think understanding. He just, you know what I think it is? He has this pull to him. He is attractive because he is so stoic, and you kind of have to guess how he feels. And a lot of women like that mystery, you know? Plus, he looks like the boy next door. Like, he looks so innocent. He has such an innocent face that, like, it makes him attractive. It makes him attractive because he's not crazy, crazy hot. But he's this, like, mm, I want to get to know him. Like, if I saw Greg in a bar, I'd be like, I like him. That's a hilarious caption. What is his caption? He puts like a sad face for himself. Like blah, 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 walk into a bar. That is literally you, Greg. That is him. But isn't, okay, but if you saw yeah. him in a bar, wouldn't you be like, who is that? Yeah. Because he has this boy next door look. Agreed. There's this, it's like that guy, I don't know if you know him, he was on a show called Too Hot to Handle. I didn't see him, but he's like kind of everywhere. I see him everywhere. His name is Harry, Harry Jowsey. Yes, Harry, yes, whatever he was the on a call. Okay, he's not a fucking hottie McHotterson. He's not like, I'm going to drop my panties and bang that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a world where there are Channing Tatums and then there are Harrys, <laughs> Harry's like not to that level of hot. But you know what makes Harry hot? That Mystery, innocent, yeah, innocent yes. boy look. Like, that innocent, like, that smile is so dorky and, like, kind of hot at the same time. You know what I'm saying? There's a look. There's a look to guys that look like Harry and guys that look like Greg. They fall into the same category and you just want to, you kind of want to bang them a little bit. And they're not like these hunk, macho, big men. No, they're not. If he was, that would be another level to it. They're just like, meh. They're not textbook sexy. Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think she is kind of so into Greg because he's, Hard to read, yet he has this next boy, next door, boy next door look, you know, the whole thing. And I think that it's easy for her to say, oh yeah, I definitely can see it with Greg. But from the outside looking in, to me, it's either Blake or Michael, you know? The, the two people that you can definitely build something with are those two. I just don't see it with Greg because I just don't trust him. And that's just that. That's no, just my opinion. And, and he has, he, Greg is still like not, when I look at Greg and I look at Blake, I'm like, okay, Blake is like a full man, confident in himself, knows what he wants. Greg, I'm just like, you're still like a boy. Like you need to get out there a little more and live your life. You still have so much to experience. Like you aren't ready for marriage and you're not fooling us that you're ready for marriage and it's really great you went on the show for whatever but we know that like you can't commit to getting down on one knee and this is not your end-all be-all and Katie is not your perfect match. I just don't see it for the two of them. I, if I were Katie, maybe I don't feel the 
huge pool that she, let's say I'm Katie, right? I'm Katie in this scenario. I don't feel the same pull towards Michael that I do towards Greg. The 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 like is different. It's a different type of like, right? Because that's what I think is happening here. She has a different type of like for Michael, for Blake, and for Greg. She doesn't like them three in the same way, right? But if I were Katie, my my choice immediately would be Michael because this is somebody who knows what it takes to have a successful marriage. This is somebody who has experienced a long-term relationship. And this is also somebody that has experienced loss. So he understands the seriousness of time and communication. I mean, this is somebody who's lived life. Like if it were me, I'm in my thirties. I truly want a family. I truly want a marriage. The easy choice is Michael. There's just no question. There's too much left to figure out with men like Blake and Greg. Because they're inexperienced. They've never been married. They don't understand the seriousness of a long-term relationship. You get what I'm saying? No, you couldn't be more on point. And what is your thoughts? Like, if Michael A. was maybe a little more aggressive in the sense of Blake like lifting her up like if he if he was this like hunk that lifted her up and did all of this like that would be a game changer he's just across a, the board. he's just respectful and he is so and he just doesn't show love that way uh, yeah he, he's not a physical lover right he is more of an emotional lover i think what he can provide to her that Blake and Greg cannot provide yes. is this emotional safe space yes and i'm saying except it's unfortunate because i think katie is totally looking for like physical physical and she needs even though you and i have both agreed that she is words of affirmation because she's a romantic yeah because she is i think she i think she places a lot of value on um words and and what it means to truly express yourself and be communicative but I think she also likes the physical aspect and of like fantasy of well. like yes, like she wants the Christian Grey, right? She wants somebody that can yes, tell her yes. all the romantic, but she wants also somebody that can you know lay it down and yes and do pick the deed, her up. yes and do yes, the deed yes right? Can Michael do that for her? I don't know. I don't. I have. I, I, I hope hopes that for they him. get to the point of the fantasy suite, and I hope that they can kind of figure it out then. Yeah. But and, and honestly, I think that may be the case if if. Yeah, because Fantasy Suite is always three people. So So my we'll question, see. so before we wrap this up, you think Katie is one that would pull a um who was it that like a Hannah Brown where you experience with multiple people, or do you think she would only do it with one person? I think that if she's gonna, it, let's say her her let's say her fantasy suite top three is Blake, Michael, and Greg. She'll bang Blake and she'll bang Greg, but she won't bang. Like Michael. she'll take that. She would take both opportunities. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she'll bang. I think she'll bang. First of all, I think for a fact that Blake and Greg will make it to fantasy suites. I know for a fact that that's the case. Not that I've read a spoiler or anything, but I'm just assuming, and my assumption is confident. I think that she will bang the both of them for sure. Like a quick bang with Greg, because she's had a fantasy, like a a quick, she wants to experience both, but I don't think that's going to make or break the decision. No. She just, like, if she has this lust for either one of them, she'll take the opportunity to bang them. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, I think she'll bang. Like I said, I think she'll bang Greg and Blake for sure. I hope she does. I think she needs to figure out what works for her. To be honest with you, because maybe Greg is really bad in bed, and that'll be her decision to not take it further. Um, we'll see. But I can't believe it's already hometowns. And then is next week where there's two episodes. I think it's it's mental yes. all and yeah. yeah, yeah. Because when I when I saw the preview, that's what I understood. I understood that Monday will be a regular episode and Tuesday will be the mental all. I think that's and then what's going to happen. And then the following week, like, that's Final it. Rose. Right? Yeah. yeah, right. 
final rose. Um, and w- wait, really quick. I think that we will see Andrew S. again. And I think that Andrew S. is a contender for Bachelor. For sure. We'll see, right? Because we still have Michelle's season. Do you think him and Michelle would be a good fit? Oh my god, I, I, I think I like that. I think I like that because they're both very happy people, but Michelle is more introverted, right? And I think that they could have a really nice balance. But I don't think they'll put, I don't think, for example, they'll do, I don't think they'll pull a Blake with Andrew S and have Andrew S come in mid-season and uh, Michelle's. I think Michelle, we're going to see just a whole different pool of men. And then from either Katie's or Michelle's season, they'll They'll pull a Bachelor. And hopefully they're like taking some learnings that like ain't working in this season to like give us um some excitement for michelle's because like this just isn't it and i don't see how the show can go forward yeah. with like you know like caitlin and Tasha have done a, a fine job has it been the best no have we seen them like really not but like this isn't reality of like a show well, that's the thing. Like, I they need to they need to pick one or the other. Is it going to be Caitlyn or is it going to be Tasha? I don't want to see two of them. I think they're great. Whatever they've done a good job, but like let, let's pick let's pick one, please. Let's cut it down to one. I already read online that they have both of them for Michelle's season. Seriously. So that's not going to change. And I soon. and and I just don't see the point. But also, like, I don't see the point. Caitlyn has been a really great addition for Katie. I think they're similar in ways. I don't. I think that that Tasha and Michelle alone, it would be very strong. Like, I don't think we would need another person. I just don't see the point in having two. I am willing to say that it's a bit misogynistic. Like, Chris Harrison has never had a co-host. Why is it that when we replace him, we have to have two women? I just don't get it. Like, why? 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 But Get also, they one. haven't done anything. They I'm like, okay, they're anything. walking like, with her. Funny? and she, They haven't even given, like, um, that strong of opinions that you're like, yeah, thanks for saying that. Like, they're just there. What's the there. point of two when they don't do any... I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And the budget the budget team is like, it's why zero. are we paying them two different salaries? They don't fucking do shit. I bet you the people in budgeting are like, what is going on? No, the on? budget was like... The accounting team is furious. It's so bad. It's so bad. But I am looking. I can't believe we're like already at the home stretch. But I'm I'm very thankful because like this just ain't it. And like we're we're getting through it because it's like our job. It, it, it ain't it. It ain't it. I'm bored. It, it ain't it. And I I'm really you know I've been positive because like I know Katie was like your girl. Um, she was, but with all these outfits. You know, uh, situations. Yeah, she might. Uh, I just yeah. can't wrap my head around it. I'm, I'm like, I'm not into it. But I do like her. I do like her. I feel like if I met her in real life, we would be best friends. For sure. Like, not even, no question. I like her. I just think, like, the season is just boring. Like, ugh. I hope she has, like, better outfits for the hometowns. Did you see the cast list for Bachelor in Paradise? Yes. I'm kind of into it. We're going to get Thomas back. Um, and we're gonna see all the mean girls from uh, Matt season. They're all coming back. All the mean girls. Yeah, and they're all. What were their names? It was the flight attendant. What was her name? Danielle. No. Did you see Victoria's new look? She looks great, but I cannot stand her. I despise her, but she looks great as blonde. Blonde is a good choice for her. Do you think she's like I need a redo? She totally got a BBL. To she, BBL. She got a Brazilian butt lift. She got a BBL. Literally, her hips are like twice the size, and her stomach is super flat, like super. She got surgery after her after that season. She's like, I sure. need to like either, redo my whole self because I was either so that bad. or she got lipo and Sculptra, because there's no other scenario. Hmm. I mean, she could work out, but her body her body looks like it's been. Uh, enhanced for sure. Yeah, she looks great. I know. I she agree. looks really good. I'm really hoping that with this new look, she has like a new whole attitude, and mm-hmm. we'll see. Nah, she can, she she can be touched by the hands of Jesus, and she will still be satanic. I cannot stand that girl. 
And they obviously brought her to, like, stir up the pot. Oh, for sure. Well. And I cannot wait to see her have a mental breakdown when no either A, nobody wants to date her, or B, the guy that she starts dating initially that shows interest in her gets his eye on another girl that comes in and fucking leaves her ass in the, in the fucking sand. <laughs> um, am, I, am I wrong? Am I no, wrong? you're right. And I'm looking forward. I think that will be a little more exciting than this season, but I am hoping the best for Katie. We'll, we'll, we'll pull through. We're really at the end here, and seems like they haven't started filming Michelle because they're still looking for potential. They're not going to do that because I think their priority right now is filming Bachelor in Paradise. It's already done. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right because I saw a TikTok with two of the people that are supposedly on Bachelor in Paradise in the airport. Like, as if they were sent home. Yeah. So you're totally right. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, but there's a lot happening, and we will end it with Matt and Rachel still going strong. Still going strong. She looks really good. She looks. And he still looks like shit. She looks fantastic. It's the beard. His beard is my nightmare. Uh, but but they, he looks good. They're really He's hot. They seem happy. They do seem happy. They seem really happy. They are like out and about traveling everywhere. She looks fantastic. What did she do? I need whatever. I need to order one of those. She looks amazing. Yeah. Like they just look, they look like they're living their best life. And I think that when couples go through as much as they've gone through, in, especially in the beginning, like it can either make or break them. If they were able to go past it and still be happy, they're going to have a long relationship. No, I think or, this or is just it. like a yeah. good relationship. No, and I think they're like best friend. Like they're genuinely like each other's person plus lovers. From what I could tell, definitely. Yeah. Because it's like, how do you overcome that? Especially at such a sensitive time in the beginning of every relationship. How did you overcome that? You know, do you think they're living together? Yep. Like apartment, like two names on the lease type of thing? <laughs> Do you think? Um, that's a really good question. I honestly would really like if they would come on here. We could like maybe ask them a few questions, Q&A. Like, they never, not that they owe anyone anything, but we saw this dramatic thing go down on television. And then all of a sudden, they're like secretly spotted places. He's like has the hood on. She has the hood on. And now they're happily together. So obviously, they worked internal with each other. I want to know from him, like, what was it that he was able to get over clearly something that was really something that really hurt him and how did he um how was he able they're just in love they're in love and like that was that was what pulled them together their love yeah for sure he was like i cannot not be with her like i'm in love with her especially him because up until this point from everything we know about him, he's never really had a serious relationship. And I think for him, like, he was like, I cannot let this go. I've never felt this way before. You know what I mean? So, I'm we'll really see, happy for but them. And, um, I just keep seeing that they're, like, going strong. She looks so beautiful. So, I just, strong. like, needed to bring that one up about, like, so happy for them. Um, curious if they do get engaged. Like, obviously, they'll probably live together for a little. But probably not anytime soon. No. Nah, probably not anytime soon. Mm-mm. Well, I'm really happy that at least like they're still together. Oh, did you see Claire and Dale like re-engaged or something? Re-engaged? Yeah. Shut your lips. Yeah. Did she post about it? I forgot where I saw it. Um. Let me... Like, what's her last name again? Claire Crawley. Claire... <laughs> Stop it. Um... I don't know where I saw it. The hell did I see it? I saw that they... He is such a striking individual. I cannot imagine looking like this and walking through life. You know how many people probably stare at him? Stare at him. Honestly, I would I would be literally so... Uh, she mu- they must have like gone to therapy and maybe the therapist told her to get it together or something. Maybe. 
I don't know, wishing them the best, wishing everyone else the best. Wishing um, the best for Katie, and we'll, we'll see like what goes down. Who do you think she ends up with? Wishing the best for both of us, really. I know. <laughs> wishing the best for um, both of us. I think she picks Greg at the end. You do? Yeah. I think she does. I just don't see her picking anybody else, unfortunately. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We we will see. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of K-Thing Spy. We are super happy to be back. Sorry we were absent last week. Life is a little crazy for Brie and I, honestly. It's only getting crazier, too. Yeah. But knowing that we have this couch, like... Who are we? I can come at my worst and just plop on this couch and deliver what we what we know we need to do yeah absolutely i can definitely do my best now that i'm on this couch for sure so if you guys don't follow us on instagram you can follow us at kthingsbypod but i'll be honest we don't really upload much on the instagram so you can follow us individually brie's instagram is brie saul right brianna saul brianna saul i'll put it in the episode notes and then mine is it's alex alvarez we are cooler on our personal pages for sure no alex is really cool i'm not cool but like if anyone's interested i can really step it up um (laughs) (laughs) i will try to get it together she makes you know she her content makes up for my content. So do I kill the Instagram game? Yeah, you, you do. And, like, you have a really, like, you want to know what you're doing because, like, you make it like that. And, like, I, like, no one want, no one cares. I'm not doing anything. I am It's because you're a private queen. You know what I mean? Well, also, like, like you have not... to be invited to your life. You, like, invite only to really know what Brianna's up to. Well, if, if people want to know, like, I'll invite them. I'll <laughs> figure it out. But, um, yeah, let us let us know and we'll, well, I will step it up. And, yes. and make sure that I am providing the content that you, you want to see. <laughs> Well, we'll catch you guys next week's episode. We'll probably have two big episodes next week because we'll have um, the episode on Monday, okay, Hometowns, and then we'll have Mental All. So our upload will be Thursday Thursday because um, we'll have to, you know, film or record on Wednesday. Yeah. So Thursday, we will catch you next Thursday. We will have a two-part episode, and we will do a deep dive into both episodes. So we'll catch you next week. Yes, hopefully someone has a hot dad. Hopefully. (laughs) Bye.